welcome to this Monday morning of After the Whistle. I'm your host, Randy McCloskey, and here we go with some NFL football recap. Because week 17, let me tell you, it was a doozy. Playoff implications, playoff spots on the line, everything that this season has led to came to an end right here. So, let's get started on the early games. Cleveland Steelers. We all kind of saw a Cleveland win coming here. Pittsburgh was resting a ton of starters. And even though there was a bit of a late rally by Pittsburgh, Cleveland managed to pull it out and end the longest playoff streak in the NFL. Baker Mayfield had a pretty decent day, 17 for 27, 196 yards and a touchdown. Mason Rudolph outperformed him, 22 for 39, 315, a touchdown and an interception. It was overall a pretty good day to be a a Browns fan, actually. Because they just slapped, snapped a playoff streak that is longer than some seniors in high school have been alive. So, honestly, all in all, a very good game played by Cleveland. They did have a lot of people out, the same as Pittsburgh. Most of theirs were for COVID and injury. Secondary, a lot of people out, which kind of makes sense why um, Mason Rudolph got to light him up. Next week, they should be a little bit stronger for the Pittsburgh-Cleveland rematch, this time in Pittsburgh. Down to the Dolphins' Bills. The Dolphins playing for their playoff lives. Shit the bed. 26-56, to they got their asses kicked right away. I mean, it was it was bad. It was, it was not fun to watch as a football fan, and it, man, the Dolphins just lost their playoff chances. And honestly, they were looking good going in. They were starting, they were playing strong football. And I expected them to do good in the playoffs until they absolutely shit the bed against the Bills. A 30-point loss with your playoff lives on the line is inexcusable. Josh Allen tore them to shreds. 18 for 25, 224, three touchdowns, and one interception. Tua had a high yardage day. He had 361 yards, only one touchdown, and he threw three picks, which really just ended the Dolphins' season. And I mean, oh God, it all fell apart in the second quarter for the Dolphins. I mean, it was 3-0 end in the first. They looked It looked okay. And then second quarter, 28-6. The Bills scored 21 unanswered and just... It didn't, it didn't go good for the Dolphins after that point. I mean, they got demolished in the second and fourth quarter. The third quarter wasn't as bad, but it was still pretty bad. So the Dolphins out of the playoffs now. In the playoff conversation, they were in the thick of all year. They are now out. Ravens-Bengals, the Ravens got toasted, obviously. Baltimore is a playoff team. They are a very good team that everyone expected to do good. J.K. Dobbins had a great day, 160 yards, two touchdowns. Lamar Jackson had a decent passing day, 113 yards. He did throw for three touchdowns. There's really not much to talk about here. The Bengals got thoroughly whacked. The Lions-Vikings game, one of the two picks I got wrong on my last prediction video. A little bit upset about this because I love Matt Stafford. I feel so bad for him where he ended up, but I love Matt Stafford. He had a huge day. Kirk Cousins had a huge day. It was a fun game to watch. I mean, it really was. The Lions had a shot with four minutes left. A two-point conversion would have tied it up, and it would have been a phenomenal. It was a phenomenal ending. It would have been better. Kirk Cousins and Matt Stafford combined for over 600 yards and six touchdowns. I mean, it was 
it was a shootout. It was beautiful. Nobody expected. I didn't expect this from a Detroit Lions team and a Minnesota team who had won 11 total games this year. I mean, it was a wonderful game. And one of my two picks that I got wrong, I will admit failure on that one. I do apologize for only getting 14 right. Jets, New England. Cam Newton, three passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. 242 yards was too much for Sam Darnold and his two interceptions that he threw. I mean, the Jets are not fundamentally a good football team. And I mean, it was tied until the fourth, and then the Patriots scored 14 unanswered to end the game. And yeah, they won. I mean, I didn't expect the Jets to win that game. I don't think anybody really did. But in the end, they didn't because they're not a fundamentally sound football team. After firing Adam Gase, maybe they have a future for maybe. I don't know, two, three years from now. But right now, I don't see any Pro Bowl possible talent on their roster unless they develop Sam Darnold in a meaningful way. Dallas Giants. Uh, Jerry Jones putting his life on the line against the Giants. Obviously, it didn't matter. The Washington football team got to the playoffs. So this game was really second place in the um, NFC East. Andy Dalton, 243, one intercept. It was pretty much a, um, a display of mediocrity. I mean, two total touchdowns, two interceptions for both teams, a little over 500, under 500 yards, I apologize, for the quarterbacks. I mean, honestly, yeah, the best player on Dallas yesterday was Greg Zerline, Greg the Leg. And, yeah, Jesus, I mean, that's pretty much it. It was a display of mediocrity that we watched yesterday, Dallas versus the Giants. Falcons, Buccaneers, no one really expected the Bucs to do anything but win. Obviously, it was a little close toward the end. I mean, they were down. No, they weren't. Sorry. The Falcons pulled within seven. Uh, late, late in the fourth, but then they scored two touchdowns to really run away with it. Tom Brady had a great day. Four touchdowns, almost 400 yards. Matt Ryan responded with 265 and two touchdowns. Played great. Antonio Brown got his half a million dollar... Um, Bonus because of two because of three shovel passes in the last two minutes from Tom Brady to finish with 11 receptions, 138 yards, and two touchdowns, which is a very good performance for a wide receiver. And half a million dollars is a lot of freaking money for, I mean, maybe not for him, but for all of us normal people it is. Packers-Bears, I don't really know what we expected here. Rodgers is presumably the league MVP, and we watched him do league MVP things, even though Chicago will be in the playoffs, so they may have to see them again. Aaron Rodgers sitting at a pretty 240 yards and four touchdowns in the win over the Bears. It was close for a bit. 14, uh, Chicago was up 7-10. to 14-10, Green Bay went up, and then they never looked back. It was a close game end of the third, but then the fourth quarter, Green Bay just piled it on in the last two minutes to run away with it. Um, Broncos, Raiders, completely inconsequential game, but a good game. I mean... <laughs> I mean, really, it was a great game. It was fun to watch. I really enjoyed it. Um, came down to a two-point conversion right at the end. I watched this whole game. I didn't watch the whole game, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think anybody really did. But apparently, that both quarterbacks dueled it out. I mean, Derek Carr threw two picks, but they combined for almost 700 yards and four touchdowns. And it came down to a touchdown with 24 seconds left in the game and a two-point conversion to win the game for the Raiders. I mean, it was... If we're being honest, a crazy, crazy game. 
nobody, nobody expected the Raiders to win. I mean, before that play, there was, I mean, it was, it was, there was a, there was an 80% chance that the, um, the Broncos were going to win that game. And then after the, after that play, after that touchdown, there's still a 60% chance until they got that two point conversion. It was a great game. It was fun to watch. Jaguars, Colts, the Colts really never were. I mean, it was in doubt for a minute, 14 to 20. Jacksonville had all the momentum late in the third. And then Indy took it over and Jacksonville lost it. But it was a good game for one quarter. <laughs> Chargers, Chiefs, it was honestly an inconsequential game. The Chiefs rested their whole team. Justin Herbert went off 302 yards and three touchdowns. And that that's on that's honestly it. I mean, it really wasn't. Chad Henney played. I don't know what else you want. The Chiefs had their B list on and they lost. It's it's pretty much what everyone expected. Cardinals Rams, the battle of the backups. We saw Kyler Murray go out in the first quarter and Chris Strebler come in. And it became the battle of the backups. And I mean it was ridiculous. It was a stupid low low scoring affair. And I mean the Rams went field goal safety pick six. That was their first, that was most of their points. Twelve of their eighteen were field goal safety pick six. They didn't score an offensive touchdown all day. It was abysmal as a performance for a team. That is now going to the playoffs. A ten and six team going to the playoffs. They didn't score an offensive touchdown all day. And I mean, the Cardinals only scored one even after Kyler Murray came back, but it, it, it was a disappointing game. We expected it to be two teams battling for their playoff lives, which it was, and it became two backups battling for their franchise's playoff lives. Seahawks 49ers. We're going to move on to that because that's really all I have to say about that game. Seahawks 49ers. The Seahawks almost shit the bed here. I mean, really. It was 6-9 to nine at the end of the third quarter. It looked like one of another dumb, low-scoring affair that we were going to get. And then they just started to pile it on. Five touchdowns by both teams in the last quarter. Four, Three touchdowns in the last two minutes and 20 seconds. I mean, it was interesting, to say the least. All in all, though, Russell Wilson is a good quarterback. He managed to pull his team through and get them some momentum going to the playoffs. So... Saints-Panthers, I'm not even going to talk about that. Drew Brees, news came out yesterday that he is presumably retiring after the end of the season. Um, he lit it up 201 yards and three touchdowns. And I mean, I hope, I personally hope he wins the Super Bowl this year, just so if he does retire, then we can send him off in a good way because he is a legend. Um, Derek Henry in the Tennessee-Houston game. Houston looked like they knew how to play football for a bit there. They were up, they were tied. 38-38 with 18 seconds to go. And then Tennessee just decided to throw a bomb down the field and Houston let it get past them, which is why they're 4-12. 38-41 to was the final. Deshaun Watson had a day. 365 yards, three touchdowns, and only one interception. Ryan Tannehill didn't throw a touchdown, but or actually had a touchdown, 216 yards, no interceptions. It was a fun game to watch. High scoring. Derrick Henry got 2,000 yards in a 250-yard and two-touchdown day becoming one of only eight players to ever get 2,000 yards in the season. And then Washington against the Eagles. 
an interesting game last night with one-legged Alex Smith, Hellman Washington, Jalen Hurts, sometimes helming the Eagles. He was pulled after going 7 for 20 for 72 yards and an interception, but running for two touchdowns. Not a terrible performance, but he was pulled for, uh, what was his name? I got I have to find out his name because I don't know. I really don't. It was a really weird situation. Sudfeld. His name is Sudfeld. They pulled Jalen Hurts, We and it's the presumption that they wanted to lose that game. Because it was a difference between the fifth and or sixth and the ninth pick in the draft. It's a pretty big difference. So, I mean, it was abysmal. I stayed up till midnight watching a game that the Eagles threw. So, it was ridiculous. Terrible play calling on both sides. Alex Smith is a story, a fun story, a heartwarming story. Ron Vera is a heartwarming story. That whole organization is pretty much just the island of misfit toys that they take. And they make into a great story. Oh, God. And I mean, yeah, it was fun. It really was. So now we get into wild card weekend. Super wild card weekend, as they're dubbing it, because there is two days of triple headers for the first time in NFL history. So I'm going to do my picks right here live. Not live, but you know what I mean. Um, So Colts, Bills. Look, the Bills are the only team, one of the only teams that I think can even have a shot against the Chiefs. I don't even think it's a, um, a question of who's going to win this game because I don't think Phil Rivers can do it. I think Buffalo is going to win by at least seven. I don't even, I don't think it's going to be a game. Rams, Seahawks. I mean, the Rams just put up, what, 17 against the Cardinals. Jared Goff is coming back. I don't see them beating Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Give that one to the Seahawks. Buccaneers, Washington. I've got a conflict of interest here. It's I love Tom Brady. I like the Bucks, but I also love Alex Smith and Ron Rivera and the story behind that. So I'm I'm gonna go with my gut and say that the Bucks are gonna win that game. But I will be rooting for me to get one wrong this week and for Washington to move on. Brown Steelers. I mean, it's going to be a good game. Both teams are gonna be healthier. It's gonna be fun to watch. I think that. It's probably going to be a three to seven point affair, if not closer. It's going to be a one score game, I do think. Both these teams have grown tremendously since their last matchup. And I think that the Browns will squeak it out to get their first playoff win since 1994 or five, 94, 95. Ravens, Titans. I, man, I mean, the Titans are such a good football team. Derrick Henry is a beast. I don't think they could beat the Ravens with Lamar Jackson's running. I mean, they got clobbered by the Browns and they have grown since then, but I just don't think I'm going to give that one to the Ravens and then bears saints saints. I believe are a better team than the bears. The bears just lost the Packers and I'm the saints are my pick to win the NFC. So that is, I don't think the bears can win that game. Give it to the saints. And that is my prediction for the playoffs. At least the wild card. I'm not going to predict divisional and conference championships when it's not happening yet. Um, But let's discuss some coaching openings because there is a lot. I mean, multiple opened up today. So Anthony Lynn just got let go by the Chargers. Um, The Texans just let go of their their coach. Um, Jets let go of Adam Gase, as I mentioned earlier. And... um, God, 
There was one more. I tweeted it out. I do apologize. I'm having a blank right now. I have the Jaguars. Sorry. I don't Doug Marone. That's who it was. Um, all of these teams are in dire need of a coach and the Jaguars are honestly one of the best situation. The Jaguars and the Texans are the best situation as a head coach or any member of a staff. I would be avoiding the jets like the plague and I would be avoiding. Um, honestly, I wouldn't really be avoiding the chargers. I think that Justin Herbert is a very good quarterback and a development, a developmental coach will really help him. I would the um, the Texans and the Jaguars are the most um, appealing jobs. The Jaguars have a hundred million in cap space and a bunch of draft picks over the next couple of years, as long as you can get somebody, anybody. I mean, yeah, it's the yeah, it's man. The Jaguars are just—they have so much space talent. And they could be so good if they would just have um, a coach and an organization that used it good. I mean, they have so many draft picks over the next couple of years. And the Texans should have been good this year. We all expected them to be in the playoffs, and they just completely tanked. So we don't know what happened there. I don't know what happened there. I, I expected them to be a good football team. Deshaun Watson is a good quarterback. That situation should be appealing simply because of Deshaun Watson. And I mean... Yeah, that should be appealing just because of uh, Deshaun. And that is my takes on the NFL coaching scenarios right now. Avoid the Jets like the plague, and you want to be a Texans or Jaguars coach right now. And that's going to be it for today's episode of After the Whistle. Um, Make sure to follow and stay tuned for tomorrow, or if anything breaks, then I will make an episode tomorrow. But if not, then there's not really a point for me to talk about the same stuff. So... Barring any breaking news, I will see you guys on Saturday for my little bit of pregame news for all of the wildcard games.